Hello everyone and welcome back to the Traveling Artist Podcast. This podcast is about leisure travel and the different experiences we all have when traveling, as well talking about our personal journeys through life and representation of Canadian arts and culture. I'm your host, Easton Berendrett. We're traveling from Scotland to England now. Hannah Pratt is our next guest from York, England. She's stylish, funny, and fabulous. Hannah has a BA Honors Theatre degree from York St. John University. She's gotten her Level 5 CIPD Diploma in Learning and Development as well. Hannah can be found singing, dancing, playing the piano, and the ukulele. She and I share a passion for wine, travel, and having a laugh every once in a while. We originally met at the Columbia Icefield and haven't stopped talking since. So, let's get started. Hello. 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 How are you? Technology is not my friend right now. (laughs) Well, we got you talking, so let's just hope that it goes well after this. (laughs) (laughs) Here's hoping, if not wine time. (laughs) I know, exactly. Have you cracked open the wine yet? Not yet. It's in the fridge cooling down. Okay, okay. Well, hopefully soon after we're done here. Oh, you know it. You know it. You and me both. But the thing is, is that I I go through wine like water. <laughs> it's because we're I, friends, mate. <laughs> right. I honestly go through wine like it's water and it's not good. In some parts of the world, it's cheaper than water. Right. And that's why I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's, I know. I guess that's a... Uh, that's our way of hydrating instead of water <laughs> exactly it's our way of getting through life <laughs> <laughs> oh no but how have you been yeah really good really good it's been a a long old few months but pretty good um although it's raining here today like I we've know. had beautiful weather and it's raining and it's making me sad I was gonna ask you because I just saw your uh your pictures of your summer dresses that you got in and it's raining so you can't even go outside and try them on and enjoy the sun when it's just dreary out I mean it's the same here too yeah it's really depressing but I'm gonna put the heating on full blast I'm gonna put some like you know seaside music on whatever seaside music is and just flaunt around myself around the house to be honest and just pretend I'm on holiday somewhere and not (laughs) In England, in eight degree weather. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I was going to say, even uh, put on Mamma Mia in the background, maybe. Oh, yes. That is the way to do it. I'm going to sing and dance around my house whilst watching Mamma Mia. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But oh, no, it has been. It's almost, it's over a year now. I can't say it's almost a year. It's over a year now dealing with COVID. Um, but how have you? been keeping yourself busy and trying to stay sane throughout this like have you I know you have picked up a couple hobbies but have you picked up any more have you revisited anything past a year now I mean is is wine a hobby because I definitely (laughs) feel like that has been a big help which is really bad but no it's it's been mad hasn't it I think there's like there's very few ways to politely describe what has gone on these yes. last like 14 months or whatever it is now like yeah. it's yeah it's I couldn't even tell you what happened last year like I feel like I went to sleep there was a bit of a nightmare for several months 
And now like, I'm just starting to get a wake up from this weird nap. And it's like, well, I can go for, to the pub again. Like I can sort of see friends again in a bubble of six, two meters apart from each other. What? This is mad. You almost uh, think we're like animals and coming out of hibernation again. It's like, oh, I can do this again. Oh, it's nice and warm. Oh, I can see my friends. I can go adventure. Honestly, uh, like it's it's been really weird though because obviously I mean pre-COVID pre-pandemic like the way that we used to socialize at least well drinking cu- culture in Britain we go to the pub we have a few bevies we'll have a takeaway like that's what we do and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do that and it's not just me having a problem which I, I honestly don't have a problem I don't think um no, but, no. Like, because <laughs> of everything that's happened, like, obviously, I've had to find new ways of doing that. And, like, I'm I'm so, I'm very aware of the privilege that I've had over these last, you know, period of time because mm-hmm. I've been so fortunate to work from home. Like, I've got a great employer who let us do that. They gave us equipment and stuff so we could do that. So I... I've been so conscious of the fact that so many people haven't been able to work. People have lost their jobs, people who have, you know, families and stuff like that to think about. And I've not had that pressure, which I'm, you know, I'm acutely aware of. But I think like the pandemic's kind of taught us to do things a bit differently, like take a step back, kind of, you know, what's important to you. Like for me, it's my family, my family, Mm -hmm. my friends, and like everything else is just white noise in the background. Like, I don't, I, yes, I, you know, I want to be able to go out and socialize with my friends and I have started doing that again. And it's really great. But like, I don't know, there's like this weird sense of relief, I think. Yes. No. And I mean, you, you are right because you see what we had before and what we have now and what we're kind of getting back into. And you, you really, like you said, you take a step back and you're like, oh shit, like, I took that for granted. I took those little mm-hmm. moments for granted. And now you'll appreciate it more and you'll say, okay, let's maybe go out and do it once a week or let's do it every twice a week or two times a month yeah. or whatnot because you don't know when you're going to get that back, essentially, if it does happen again. Exactly. And you know what? So, like, obviously, I mean, we've had quite frank conversations, particularly, like, when it comes to my mental health because, like, my mental health hasn't been great Um well, regardless of the pandemic, and then put the pandemic on top. It's like, hey, yeah. But like, I um, I met my friend Claire the other a uh, couple of weeks ago. We went for a walk, and I'd not seen her for best part of the year. Um, because we both didn't want to go to, you know, a restaurant and sit in the cold. We were like, let's go for a walk. Let's do this. And like, we've now started our Wellness Wednesday walks. So every Wednesday, we go out and just explore and be out in the world without thinking okay let's get this bottle of wine down our neck let's go sit (laughs) and be uncomfortable in a bar that's crammed and with questionable social distancing skills and stuff and it's yeah it's like it's it's very freeing knowing that actually the stuff stuff is there for us to do that doesn't involve being near people (laughs) (laughs) right but that is a smart idea is having as you say wellness walks and it's just getting out and seeing a friend that you haven't seen in a while just like I said it's those small moments just to to help you whether 
whether you are feeling down or whether you just want to get out, but it does help you. And I mean, that's the other thing with mental health, regardless, is that a lot more people, even I can say a lot more people are experiencing signs Mm. or symptoms or having days where your mental health isn't all right. Like you can say, I am not good right now. I am not, I'm not okay. And that's okay to admit. And it's Mm -hmm. okay to say that, but you, you do see it a lot more. It's because of being at home, not being able to see your friends, not getting out, but having moments like that or having specific days that you, okay, I'm going to get out today. I'm going to go see um, friends. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to go get groceries. I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to go sit outside and read a book. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it is tough. And I've, I mean, living out in Kananaskis, it was, it was tough. And I mean, I look back at it now and I mean, we both worked at the ice. Could you imagine if we had to do that at the ice? I think that oh. would be, it'd be, it'd be rough. Yeah. But remember the ice was in the middle of nowhere with beautiful scenery and nature everywhere so like a whole time would just be a wellness walk with yes craziness and chaos going on at the same time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's it's the isolation that I think really dawns on people after a while and it does get to them so I mean I I understand it I feel for people you and you and or both of us have been through it so it's yeah it's it's one of those things that you don't think about up until you are in it and then you step back from it I know and you know what so I was thinking the other day I was like you know obviously well at least particularly here in the UK like the light is starting to form at the end of the tunnel like our restrictions are easing again and it's meant to be done in a foolproof way so that we don't have to go into lockdown but considering we've just come out of the third lockdown I'm not quite sure I believe that but Mm -hmm. it's this like I don't even know how to describe it like yeah like 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 you think you're you think you're out of the woods but then something hits and then it's like oh here we go again yeah like I don't I don't want to get too excited about things but then at the same time I'm kind of like well shit happens (laughs) so yeah (laughs) I feel like that over the last 12 months the only thing we've not had is zombies and aliens like (laughs) and I'm kind of now like every time I look out my window I'm like is that an old person or a zombie like I don't know (laughs) who's walking past right now and I think that's a good thing as well because I think it's made people realize how fragile we are and kind of how you know what seems to be just something happening over in a country far away actually and bring the world to its knees and mm-hmm. obviously there's people who are like anti-vaxxers anti-maxx and general dickheads but yeah. <laughs> like, like I think we I feel like we value things a little bit more now and I feel like though at the same time we, we can handle anything because we're here we're alive I know, unfortunately, lots of people aren't here, but, mm-hmm. you know, we we made it. And yeah. if we can handle these last, you know, 12, 14 months, then come at me, bro. Like, seriously, right. anything throws at me, like, bring it. Like, do you not know? I'm, I survived a pandemic, so... Yeah, right? Oh God, <laughs> I know what I'm doing now, like, you know. 
honestly, you're like, well, I can, I, like you said, I've survived a pandemic. Hit me. I dare you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I don't attempt fate, but come on. Show us right. what you got. <laughs> exactly. But that's the other thing is that you mentioned it. you were working from home and I know you were doing school as well and assignments yeah. and going through that. So um, what I always like to ask is how did you find the motivation to be honest, that was like the biggest thing. Like I, I really did struggle on several days and weeks, probably months thinking about it to like have mm-hmm. the motivation to do anything. But like my course that I did, um, like I, that was self-funded. And because I knew that like I had to pay it back, like over the course of, you know, however long it's going to take me to pay it back. Um, I feel like I was like, well, I've paid to do this now. Like, if I don't do this, I'm literally going to waste my money. And I suppose the good thing about spending the majority of last year in lockdown and being scared to leave the house was that I didn't really have anything else to do. So I kind of of half forced myself to do it because the alternative was sit there bored, Um, which, yeah, was good. But I think it added to the stress as well because I couldn't, go out and see my friends and have that rant or even like after a bad day of work just be like guys you will not believe what happened today like it's hard to vent when there's no one to vent to or the people around you you vent to them and they're just like what are you on about because they just don't (laughs) get it the same way that obviously work colleagues do Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was difficult but it's over now so that's great I know it's over you can you can do whatever you want now (laughs) I've got so much free time and I don't know what to do with it. Well, see, now you can, like you said, now you can go out once a week every time or, yeah, once a week or every couple times a week and just have a good time mm-hmm. with friends. Exactly, yeah. Right? I just need to, like, put in a good word with a weatherman because I'm not <laughs> about this life of getting out wet no, and cold. No, but I mean, yeah. speaking of friends we have our little group at the ice that we hung out with and we all love them to bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to our homies. I know. Um, but speaking of the ice and bringing up friends and good times, what was one of the best experiences that you had either at the ice or even your travels throughout Canada? Oh, that is so difficult. Or at least oh. funny moments that you can remember that has stuck out or stuck with you. I mean, the, the instantly the one thing that comes to my mind is that blooming video that you have saved of me <laughs> trying to get up the stairs when I had just brained my ankle, had my cast on, I was non-weight bearing, and I was like, I'm in tears, and you really enjoyed the fact that I couldn't get up the stairs. Now, <laughs> I I, I've saved the video, but I was not the one filming it I will give credit to Katie (laughs) (laughs) yeah but she she recorded it and just put it on her stories you uh you screen recorded that so it stays there forever (laughs) haunting me every moment (laughs) oh my gosh well do you want to give the backstory of what exactly happened (laughs) so I um I like to run I well I go through phrases, phrases, phases of liking to run. And after being at the ice, 
but for a couple of weeks I was like yeah I think I'm used to the altitude now where I was like yeah that's great bear in mind like I'm plus size and at that time I was really unhealthy so that mm. wasn't great um but I just managed to get like I was so close to finishing my 5k and the highway it just been like retarmacked there was no stones there no. was nothing and yet I managed to fall off the highway and like roll six foot down an embankment and sprain every ligament in my foot and ankle, which was great. <laughs> and as soon as I fell, all the cars drove past, nobody stopped. And I was just there lying, crying in pain, just like, great, what am I going to do? I know there's a bear around here somewhere. <laughs> but then I got saved. I got saved and then... It was a long, old recovery. Uh, and I mean, she, I, she's not exaggerating when she says she fell six feet. Like, it was a basically a ditch, honestly. I just have a way of doing these things to myself. <laughs> like, I mean, how many times did I hurt myself? So two months before I did that, I slipped on some ice in uh, on Vancouver Island and busted my knee. I then, when I did my ankle accident I then did that same knee at the same time oh. and then not even a month after being signed off from physio from that accident that's when I fell in the shower and redid <laughs> everything in that same leg which was great and then two weeks later broke my toe on the other foot and then a week after that I had half my wisdom tooth come out <laughs> it's <God>. just <laughs> it's never ending isn't it <laughs> Honestly, like Canada was one of the best things to me, but also one of the worst for injuries. Right, I, I blame oh Tim Hortons. <laughs> like Tim is entirely. Those oh. double doubles ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, when you did come over here, and obviously you've been to Vancouver and you've been to obviously Alberta as well. You've been to Ontario and parts of the States too, when you mm -hmm. did your uh, road trip with the girls in our friend group. Um, speaking of a double double, what are some things that you kind of noticed throughout your time that is either different or weird or similar um, that you're like, what's that? Or, Oh, we don't say it like that. Cause I know. And even the other day when we were chatting that drink and I said, what? <laughs> oh yeah glass of squash mm -hmm. oh yeah that's weird that I, I still I don't understand the whole having like a tin of frozen concentrated fruit juice that you then add to water in a yes. jug like <laughs> why <laughs> I just like it's definitely right it was nice but yes. I actually so the day after our squash conversation I said this to my friends I was like guys in Canada, did you know they, they do this? And everyone's like, what? And <laughs> like, it's weird, right? But do you know what? So I, I don't think that was the weirdest thing. I think everything's so big and everyone drives such big cars. Mm. And, but the best thing about that though is that the roads are a lot bigger. Like even when you're in the middle of the Rockies, like or wherever, like the road is so big. So when you're used to like sitting on the other side of the car and driving on the other side of the road like me, that's great because there's so much room to make mistakes in. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a dream. Like, I I, I don't want to drive in the UK having driven over there because I know that I'll miss it. Right. Which is 
a weird <laughs> thing to miss. I miss driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, on the I, right side to you. Well, and I mean, driving is also somewhat of a privilege as well. Like we mm-hmm. take it for granted. Oh, just grab the keys and go. But being there and not being able to drive for like six to seven months you do tend to miss it and I mean obviously some people are going to say oh well I drive every day I don't like it or I drive Mm -hmm. like to Toronto and back or I drive to like uh, I don't know Mississauga and back or like um, York to England wherever but I mean just having a like having the privilege to drive and you're behind the wheel and you get to go places I mean I don't know it's it's fun (laughs) it is it is really fun and like when I first moved to Canada I didn't think oh do you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna buy myself a people carrier because that's what I did I bought myself a little people carrier like a good old dodge caravan and I mean it was a piece of shit like it was (laughs) such it was such a bad investment it was great but it was so bad but like we me and some friends who I met in Calgary like to go test the wheels out so we drove to Drumheller okay and I remember like sitting well not sitting I'd set up my little kind of airbed in the back of the car and it was great and I was looking up and I could see the stars through the back window and I was like this shit is so cool (laughs) like (laughs) I am so happy right now Oh, and I mean, that's right. the cool thing is that when you yeah. have, a, I mean, when you have a vehicle, regardless, it's great. But like, if it works to your advantages of what you want to do, what you want to see, 10 times better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I am all for going on road trips, like it needs to happen. And like the road trip that we went on with the girls or in America, like road trips are the best and I know some people are like oh you want to be sat in a car all day it's like yeah but you see so much <laughs> like right yeah and I mean the road trip that you went on you went down to the the states in the south you went to Nashville uh New Orleans um oh. you went down into oh I'm trying to think of the name uh where else did you go um, you went oh we did right above we it to, right. I uh oh, Memphis Thank you, Memphis. There we go. Oh, yeah. That was so good. It was. And I mean, that's where... And I mean, you even got to go see um, Washington as well. You got to see all Mm -hmm. those buildings. And I mean, it's just... I find it cool because I'm into the history. And, like, I don't get tired of just looking at statues or reading up on the different monuments and buildings around. Other people, they do. And I know my friends don't like it. But I'm, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, I like, I didn't think in a million years that at any point I would be in the middle of Alabama next, well, having a pee behind like a weird old shed next to a shop in the middle of nowhere that was selling like homemade peach juice. Like, (laughs) what is that about? Like, I know it's weird being like, oh yeah, highlight of a trip was having a pee, like a danger wee by the side of the road. But like, it was just weird and bizarre and they had these like amazing food for sale inside and it was like yeah this is awesome like I'm loving this <laughs> and I wouldn't have got that if I'd you know flown right no exactly yeah. and I mean that's where you've hit and especially during the pandemic as well that's where you find these local spots and you're like oh my gosh that's so cool I'm gonna tell people about it and then they become popular obviously or some of them do some of them don't but 
it's also you're supporting and you're seeing what people actually do like day to day in their lives in the hometown that you're going and you're going to, you're going past. So I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. It's just, it's an experience that you won't hear from anyone else because maybe they did it the other way, but you did it. I think of it as the authentic way. And I mean, even when you went to New Orleans and you talked about the laundromat and that fun story. Oh my God, <laughs> what a crack den that was. <laughs> but it's those places. And I mean, even when, uh, even when we would go to like different towns over, even if you haven't been to a town in a while and you see the mm-hmm. changes or you see and meet different people, it's just, it's a whole other experience. It really is like, and don't get me wrong, like sometimes you've got to go do the touristy stuff, haven't you? Yes. Like, you've got to see like the, the big things. And I remember like when I went to Mexico, like we obviously we had to go to Cancun. We had to yes. do that, go for a beach <laughs> holiday because, you know, you're in Mexico. But then we spent like just over three weeks traveling around and we went and stayed with my friend's family in his home city and like went to a local restaurant and like no one spoke English and it was just like this is amazing like I feel Mexican right now like I'm experiencing Mexican life as it is rather than the you know really Mm -hmm. expensive overpriced tourist traps like yeah I think it you're right it's about that kind of authenticity and kind of actually experiencing it for what it is not just the, the the big ticket money makers so talking about authenticity is that a lot of places, and I mean, I think Canada is always being joked around as we have igloos, we bathe in maple syrup, we ride polar bears, that sort of thing. But well, we do. I mean, we do. <laughs> but over in Europe, but specifically England or maybe Scotland or France or Spain or what whatnot, is there anything that is maybe stereotyped that is incorrect or that people say and they think going there they're going to see but actually it's false is there anything like that oh yeah there'll be loads of that I mean the one thing that like what one thing that annoys me about people from outside of the UK are like I don't want to generalize this but no I'm not gonna um but it's when people are just like oh you know where you're from you're like oh England oh yeah I've been there I've been to London and it's like yeah London's great but that's not England like that's not the whole of England and it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah do you know you know do you know uh, Johnny who lives there it's like no there's, there's there's a lot of people there and I think that is sometimes frustrating because yes you know London it's got the Queen it's got Big Ben and all kind of like it's always worth going to see but like it's not a true representation of England like I live in Yorkshire I've got I'm surrounded by Roman walls and there's Viking shit everywhere and it's great but that's not London um and I think people they they want to just see the the Queen (laughs) The tourist attractions and the queen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Good old Lizzie. Oh, and I mean, that's where you want, at least for me, that's where, or maybe other people as well, you want to see the broad aspect of the entire country. So going up to Yorkshire, going down to um, the south of England is, I know Natasha and Will recommended some places down there. I can't think of the names right now, but um, 
Cornwall, like, that's where you need to go. Yeah. And Devon. Yes, yeah. that one sounds familiar. But it's those places that you get to see. And it's even when I went to um, France as well, is that everyone's like, oh, yeah, France, Paris, Paris, Paris. I'm like, well, actually, there's more than just Paris. You can go yeah. to the south of France. You can go to the north of France. And you're still seeing a lot. And you're still experiencing a lot. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean... <laughs> I understand what you mean by, oh, do you know Johnny from England? Because it's like, oh, do you, (laughs) funny story, on TikTok, they have this trend where it's like, oh, do you know another gay friend? I'm like, no, I don't know him just because I'm gay. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But I, yeah, I do feel that people assume or, uh, yeah, maybe assume or just think that it's all there and that's that and that's it. But no, there's so much more. Yeah, I, I think like, I feel like movies don't help because movies always like, speaking of Paris, like Paris is, you know, always in, pictured as like this most beautiful romantic destination. It's a shithole. <laughs> like, yeah. there's just this rubbish everywhere. There's trash everywhere. It's dirty. And like, there are beautiful things there. Don't get me wrong. And like, I'm really glad that I went there. Mm-hmm but it's not what the movies make it look like. It's not like what you see on TV or whether that's just me being fortunate to live in a place like York, which is for the most part, beautiful. Um, And historic, as you said. Yeah. I think, yeah. The media needs to stop ruining things. (laughs) Right. I mean, it, and even going to the States too, is that, when I travel over there and when I cross the border, it's just that sense of, oh, it's a little dirty, a little grindy. I don't feel as safe, but I mean, it's yeah. it's always different. It's people's comfort levels as well or different opinions and views. But yeah, it's, it is, you, you pick and choose. But so my last question for you is that what has something that you're proud of or have accomplished so far in your life that you're able to hold on to or use in your life right now and just be very proud of I guess um that's a really great question like so in terms of things I've done I think my the the biggest thing I'm most proud of is moving to Canada on my own because that is something that I've wanted to do since I was 20 yeah how old was I when I first went there 19 when I went for uni and ever since then I was like I'm going to move to Canada I'm going to move to Canada and then anxiety and boyfriends and just general it's scary you're moving Mm -hmm. and like put me off doing that so like in terms of a thing I was so proud of doing that and I cried in the airport having a panic attack before getting the plane and I was like no I want to stay (laughs) but like so whilst that's like the the thing I'm proud of most I think the one thing that like has stuck with me most from that is my friendships with like you and the girls and everyone that we met over there because like how many times do you like spend a bit of time with someone who's like oh my god yeah we're best friends and then life obviously gets in the way and you don't speak but like you guys are literally like my rock like I love you all so much you're my best friends and like genuinely like if I didn't have you guys life would be well shit it'd be well boring (laughs) like oh no you still have friends back there too you have everyone 
Oh yeah, absolutely. But but I think the fact that we've managed to maintain this for our friendship across five different time zones and we always yeah. just make it work. And I know that, you know, if I say, guys, I need to rant at someone, one of you is going to be awake for me to rant at. Honestly. <laughs> right. And like, I just think, yeah, for me, like that's the biggest thing that I've like, I've made these strong relationships and it's not just a, let's be friends. And then you don't speak to them again. Like, no, we're, we're friends. Like you, your mm-hmm. guys are stuck. You're stuck with me for life. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I hope you don't mind. Well, yeah. no, I don't mind because it's, it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be a rant session one day and whether you're up or not, well, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you heard it here, folks. He said he was okay with me sticking around. So gonna you know, hold you to that. <laughs> and once this is over, believe me, you first plane right over there. You better be ready to pick me up in the airport. <laughs> you know it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Don't cause I'm going to get excited and thought of this. I'm, oh, that'll be another project on our hands. <laughs> oh my God, so many projects. Right, I'm going to start planning the trip now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, also speaking of projects, um, Hannah and I, as long as, let me try that again. <laughs> speaking of projects, Hannah and I, along with our friends, Amy, Siobhan and Jess, who we're going to hear later in this month's um, lineup of podcast episodes, is that we are also creating our second um podcast or I'll be I'll be involved with my second podcast but we're going to create only fuck I cannot talk (laughs) (laughs) Ah, okay let's try it one more time so along with uh our projects we are going to be doing (laughs) fuck me (laughs) so another project Hannah and I along with the girls are working on is another podcast coming out in July we hope and it's going to be about traveling and experiences. And we're going to have all of our other international guests on. So that's something exciting coming up. So exciting. I cannot wait for this. Yeah. So stay tuned with that. Um, it's called Forks Hunts Abroad. Um, we have Facebook, Instagram, and hopefully we'll have some promo episodes coming out eventually. But right now we're still just in the planning stages. But everyone like you heard hannah say is so excited to get this off the ground soon oh yeah it's gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you again for coming on hannah thank you for having me i appreciate it this has been so exciting so much fun so exciting and now you can go have a glass of wine and i'll probably join you in a couple hours once it's uh five o'clock over here (laughs) well no it's it's 20 to 7 over here so it still counts five o'clock somewhere (laughs) all right we'll talk to you later see you love you love you too bye Hannah and I had a fantastic conversation talking about the impacts of COVID, mental health, and having a few good laughs over old times. Plus, we are both excited for the launch of our new podcast coming out very soon. We also have a great time chatting, especially when it's over wine as well. If you'd like to get to know Hannah a bit more, you can follow her on Instagram at Hannah Pratt with three ones. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode. For more information, follow us on Instagram at the traveling artist double underscore. Have an incredible rest of your day and don't forget, stay humble and live your life in the moment. See you later.